It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, we're uh, going to have, uh, we think, a, a pretty good uh, show for you today. We apologize that uh, we uh, weren't able to uh, do a uh, show for you the other day, but yeah, uh, we did. We missed one last Monday and last Friday. Yeah, we're uh, we're in the uh, the middle of getting some new equipment, um, and uh, so the engineer is working on that. Yes, very diligently. Yes, and well, we figured now's a decent time since we actually have a a bit of a break between seasons. I know some teams have tried to play. I think we've had about. Three games played total. I know Algonac's played a game. I think Richmond's played a game in baseball. But we'll talk about that and playing games in cold weather. Um, uh, oh, I almost forgot. We have to tell you guys that we're bringing the golf outing back again this year. Yes, the second annual Get Stuck on Sports golf outing. Um, we think we've got uh, a better date for you. Yes, brand new date. Same place. It'll Same be at the Elks. At the Elks. Instead of it being, what did we have it, like the end of August last year, basically right before yeah, football it was, season It was basically the off. weekend before football season. Yeah, now it is June 25th, which is the weekend after the state finals in baseball and softball, because we're probably going to be busy up until the state finals yeah. for baseball and softball. We hope. So on June 25th, which is a Saturday, so... No need to try to wiggle your way out of work. We'll be at the Elks, another golf out, and we hope it'll be just as a smash bank success as last time. Uh, if you're listening to this, unless you're listening to it right as this has come out, we should have at least a basic flyer up for you to sign up for. And yeah, so there will be benefits if you're a returning member. There will be benefits if you sign up early. So all the fun stuff that has to go with the golf outing. And now that we have all our stuff we have to say out of the way, ready to get into the show? We'll get into the show and we'll do that next. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
If your windows stick, <sighs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast uh, today. Uh, I just want to remind folks, while we're not doing games this week, there will be two games on tonight. Um, (laughs) Part of our contractual agreement with the MHSAA is that we have to run uh, either semifinals or finals games for boys and girls basketball. Last Monday, we ran a couple of girls games from the, the finals, and tonight we'll run a couple of games from the, the boys. We'll run the, the D1 and the D2 finals back-to-back, as long as I remember to hit the button at 7 and get it rolling. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
which uh, I think last week I started at 7.30, but um, I'll start it at 7 tonight. Um, and uh, one of the games is the uh, De La Salle game. Uh, and the other game actually involved Grand Rapids uh, Catholic Central, I believe. Um, so uh, that kind of leads us, I think, into our first topic today. Yeah, so this topic and debate usually comes up every time uh, you have the finals, whether it's baseball, softball, basketball, especially football, um, the, the, the public versus private. Now, we have fun with it on our show, Dennis especially does <laughs> him being a Catholic school alumni and he just saw a lot more discourse on the subject and we just wanted to try to have a as honest of a conversation as we can about it because you have people saying that the private school should have their own division private schools are saying public schools are doing what we're doing they're just they're, they're doing the same thing. It's just they're a public school. And, well, I don't really have a good way to lead into this, but uh, let's just dive headfirst in because, like you said, De La Salle won. And De La Salle is probably one of the schools that people look to around the state that they think are one of the main offenders, I guess you, you would say. Well, I mean, I just uh, – I think we can all agree – the system's broken, but the problem is is that nobody can come up with a viable solution on how to fix it. Because, again, and here's the other thing. Not all private schools are made the same. You have schools like Orchard Lake St. Mary's that have dorms and can bring kids in and they live on campus. And then you have small private Catholic schools that have 100 kids in them that are using a church gym to play games in and are using a park to play football and baseball in. Yeah, there are the haves and the have-nots in the Catholic League. Um, You have the the bigger schools um, that, uh, I mean, let's face it. And I can't call it cheating because it's how they get their students. They, they're a private school. They charge tuition to go there. And if you want to pay to have that sort of an education, the, the system is set up so that you can do that. And if you just happen to be a great athlete, I mean, who can stop you from going there? Right. There are, don't get it wrong, there are very legitimate reasons to go to a private school, whether you want a religious-based education, whether you want, uh, you you feel the public school isn't a viable enough. I'll use a a personal anecdote. Had a kid I played with at Wayne State. He went to a private school and he was from a bad part of town in in a bad city. And he told us that he saw his first person get shot and killed when he was 12 years old. And that going to the private school basically got him out of the got him out of that system got him out of falling into the same trap and has since been very successful there are a lot of stories like that and those are things that they can be good for so there are many reasons you would want to go to a private school then i get the the other end of it again i went to a catholic school yes um and uh we had uh uh, a kid who played sports when I was there, and this is in the, the mid-80s, 
early to mid-80s. Family was Muslim. So he wasn't there for a Catholic school education. He was there to play ball. Right. And he was good at the sport he played. Now, I'm not saying that he got recruited by the school, but certainly his parents knew that there was a good program for the sport that their son played, and maybe that's how it happened. Or, I mean, because I don't think if if they were recruiting, I don't think they'd just go after one athlete in one particular sport. Right. I think you'd see it in, in all sports. Which, shocker, De La Salle has almost won. They won the football championship. They've lost, what, the semifinals in hockey? No, the finals. The they finals lost in, in the hockey. finals in hockey. They were and they won the basketball championship. Now, you brought up a good point. It does become a two-way street. Sometimes success breeds success, and this is something that you see with public schools as well. Program gets hot. Let's just, I'm not going to use any school as an example. School X, Stuckyville. Stuckyville goes and makes a run in, in badminton. And your badminton team becomes one of the best in the state because you had a series of, let's say, three three classes in a row that were all really good at badminton. They were just class of the state. Well, now kids from my school see that, and let's my badminton program isn't very good. Well, they're without you having to say anything, would be naturally drawn to it. So now it becomes, is it the chicken or the egg? And... I'm sure everyone's saying, well, you want to win a badminton t- championship, you go to Stuckyville, whether you did that or not. Now, I think there are schools that are like that, that you are successful and people come to you. I think that's the case in some of the smaller schools. I mean, Mooney has had success in basketball and baseball. Naturally, someone looking for a Catholic education, if they want to go there, might think that. Bishop Foley, another example. Their basketball team, especially girls' basketball, has been successful. Now, with that said, I I really don't have a problem as much with a pub. Let's use De La Salle because that's been a main yeah. stay. They are very successful. Now, if all their kids were from Warren, Sterling Heights, Detroit, Centerline, Lake, or St. Clair Shores, Really can't say much, but if I when you see a kid that's oh he's from Adrian and you're like what or the the example I always go back to with Orchard Lake St Mary's baseball ranked number one not in the state in the country this year uh, they're number one IMG Academy's number two if you don't know what IMG Academy is Google it and you'll see why that's so ridiculous that St. Mary's is number one. When I see that, oh, Hudsonville, former Hudsonville player is their catcher, I'm like, hold on. That's like a three-hour drive. That's where I think some people take exception. Yeah, um, because, again, where De La Salle is located, um, basically, Cousineau is a mile and a half away. Right. Frazier is like two miles away. Sterling Heights is a 10-minute drive only because of the street lights. Without street lights, you could get there in five minutes. Um, uh, Mott is another one. It's a 10-minute drive because of this, the street lights. Any of the Warren Consolidated 
schools. So you could see why uh, and and in the the sport where it's really the most like I was looking through their football roster this year mm-hmm. and a lot of kids were from the Cousineau Sterling Heights area. Who's really weak in football right now? Cousineau and, Cousineau Sterling. and Sterling Heights. They are bad football programs right now that used to be pretty good. And then De La Salle moved into town and slowly but surely those programs have gotten very thin. Which now, again, is it because De La Salle is going to their best players and saying, come to our school? Or is it because these kids and their families are going, well, it's right there. Right. Oh, we and, went and they've and got seven a, last year and they're yeah. watching the, their neighbor play at Ford Field. Yeah. Again, so, is I it mean, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. It, it, it can go both ways. And I'm not saying every player that goes to these schools is somebody that they went out and went after. But I'm saying certain kids are definitely fit that mold. Right. Like, I'll use another example. One of the my best friends, one of the guys I go on that Caseville trip with every year, played with at Wayne State. He's a Warren kid. He went to De La Salle. He would have went to Mott had he not gone, but his, his family, I think it was one of his grandparents, wanted her grandchildren to have a Catholic education. So him and his two brothers all went through De La Salle. He was going to De La Salle from the beginning, and he was on the team that won the first football state championship and kicked in their reign of terror, so you can blame him. Um, but, yes, it, there, there are definitely kids that you see going down there. Now, on the other hand, I just saw people said that School of Choice is essentially free agency. And this is very true as well. There are some big, big schools, and I I don't want to say the boundary I use because it does happen everywhere. It's just to different degrees. I think for the most part, we're pretty lucky up here that if you see a kid somewhere as a freshman, you see a kid somewhere as a senior, there are examples, and I'm not going to – if you think you have an example, good for you. But it seems like once you cross 23 mile, once you get down there, that's where it becomes the wild, wild west. Because, Dennis, we have done games where we've done a certain school, and they have a really nice player. And then the next year we go, oh, he's only a junior. They should be good next year. And the next year they're somewhere else. Let's go into a specific example, East Point. East Point in football was the doormat of the MAC. They were the Rutgers. They were the Kansas. They were the absolute doormat of the MAC since I've been alive. Like, if they won four games in a season, they are hanging a banner saying we almost went 500. 2020 comes around, and they might as well have been the greatest show on turf just absolutely obliterating teams coming out of nowhere and then next year they're you saw them this past year they were okay i think they went what four and five well uh yeah they they were a little better than we thought they were going to be um because in week one somebody really good like blew them off the charts River rouge i think yeah and then um they played uh Two examples because they played both Northern and St. Clair. They lost both those games in very different ways. <laughs> I think the the Northern game was was they seven went, to nothing or they something. They went two and six this past year. They only beat Cousineau and Gross Point North. Yeah, 
but um, uh, they they After were the previous they were year very different. Eight and one, and they had given up six or eighteen points before they lost to King. Yeah. So now let's just go. Okay, twenty nineteen, they actually made the playoffs. So here was their run of let's say ten seasons before twenty nineteen. So in 2010, they made the playoffs at five and four and lost. One and eight, two and seven, two and seven, four and five, oh and nine, one and eight, four and five, four and five, six and four, eight and one, two and six. Now you might just say, hey, they had a good class. They graduated in 2020. Go look at some other rosters. They have a kid. They had a kid that's going to be playing in the maze in blue the next four years. Tayshawn Trent. He was there one year. He wasn't there the next year. And I think a big part of this, and we can use any coach, but a lot of times you'll see a travel coach or a youth coach get a job, and a lot of those kids go there. That's, again, that's a public school we just used as an example of where you can clearly see. They went from, I mean, just beating teams down 40 to nothing to barely able to get a win. Yeah. Uh, and and the other thing is with the public schools, those sorts of things tend to be shorter runs or, like you said, just out of the blue one year, somebody's really, really good and you can't explain it or you didn't see it coming. You can explain it. You just you didn't see it coming and then you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of what happened. A bunch of kids who were here last year are now at this school this year. And we'll see where they are next year. And it almost feels like if Pandora's box is ever opened, it's it's almost like mutually assured destruction. If once one person hits the button, if they can prove it for everyone, you, there's going to be five teams with wins. It's going to feel like <laughs> in a season because everyone's just going to point the finger at each other because that's kind of what it feels like. Why do you think one of the reasons why Lance Cruz North and Dakota is such a fierce rivalry? Because they're literally two miles down the road from each other, and kids jump ship and go from one to the other. It's it's a true story. It's the nature of the beast. Hey, it occasionally happens here in Port Huron, where a kid is at PH one year, and next year he's at Northern or vice versa. Yeah. Usually those are those seem to be the exception, not the rule. It's not every year who jumped ship. And it's not necessarily a great athlete. Right. You know, it's not like uh, you know, Mark Chapman decides to go play for Northern instead of PH or, or something like that. It's nothing shady like that. It's usually just a a kid and uh and there's something going on in the family and they they're closer to one school than the other. And I know someone from every single school that's listening is screaming about the specific example they can think of, whether they're in East China or they're in the Port Huron schools or they're somewhere in the BWAC. But I'm not going to call out specific examples on the air. This is about just the public versus private debate. And that, yes, public schools do it as well. But you brought up a point that, and we'd have to look at this more thoroughly, but I have not seen, and you have not seen, again, could be wrong, and if we are, we will eat crow on this. Have you seen a private school have to vacate wins for, quote, recruiting? 
Yeah, see, that's the 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 big difference. We 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 see um, every now and again, uh, and there there is a there's actually a recent example. Roseville football. Rose, Roseville football, and I and I chuckle because they are up here for a playoff game against Northern, and I asked a question because they had a sophomore quarterback the year before, mm-hmm. who I just thought was sensational. Oh, you loved him, Salters. And I and and when I started seeing their scores at the beginning of the year without having seen them play or knowing who was on the roster, I'm like, wow, that Salters kid. I told you he was good, and it turned out he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there because he had jumped ship to go to another school, Oak Park or somebody. I I forget who it is. Um, and their coach was up there complaining about it, and I'm like, dude. You've had to forfeit games because of the kids you've had in your lineup that weren't supposed to be there. Right. Like, how are you complaining about a kid being poached off your team when clearly you've done it several times? And they had to forfeit basketball games, too. Well, that was Fitz. That oh, Fitz forfeited Fitz basketball. Forfeited, okay. the, forfeited the basketball because it helped St. Clair win both league titles yeah. because they had forfeits. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, so... It's it's going on, and yeah, that's that's the thing, um, and 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 this is kind of different. But the the basketball player that left Dakota to go play, Kithier. yeah, Kithier, and and that was kind of the big example that everyone through the state because he wanted to go to Clarkston, right? Yeah, he he wanted to go to Clarkston, and he ended up the kid was already going to Michigan State, but he ended up not playing his senior year of high school basketball because Dakota challenged his transfer. Right. Just because they were sour that they were losing a player, and they were convinced he was only going to Clarkston because of basketball, right? And they claimed that the family was move, had moved because of a job or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, because I mean, we can really get into the weeds and talk about well, if you make a full physical move, that's different because if now you have an address somewhere, then you're allowed to play right away because it's just moving; it's not transferring. Um, uh, you have the thing where you, if you do school of choice as a freshman, you're fine. So after your eighth grade year, you decide, I don't want to go to school at Stuckyville. I want to go somewhere else. Going into high school, you can make that change, and it's okay as long as you start at that high school. It's uh, There's a lot of small details, and I, the thing is, I don't think there is a one-size-fits-all answer. This is People want it to be black and white. One side wants to say private schools are the, the making of the devil and they should only play themselves and other college teams. And other <laughs> side is saying that private schools are all 100% good Catholic boys that or girls that want to just be there for the Catholic education, and if they're good at sports, they're good at sports. And well, it very obviously lies somewhere in the middle. Uh, yeah, and, and I can tell you, in the case of uh, my myself and my brother Paul, we were supposed to go to Cousineau, mm-hmm. um, and we ended up in Madison Heights going to Bishop Foley. Neither one of us was recruited. My brother Paul was the starting quarterback for the football team for three years. But neither one of us was recruited, and all you need to do is go look at the football team's record to know that <laughs> neither one of us was recruited. <laughs> My mother wanted us to go to Bishop Foley. She didn't care about sports. Right. Um, she didn't care about it. She wanted us to go to Bishop Foley because she wanted us to have a Catholic uh, education. Period. Right. End of conversation. But I can't say that about every kid I went to school with. Right. 
And if I, I guess the thing is really disheartening the, the, the specific examples you can think of when you see a kid who's like a sophomore or a freshman and they are a standout and you're like, that's a good foundation piece for this program. And then they're poached. Then it, it almost works as like a farm system. And again, there's no specific, I'm not going to name like a specific team or a specific person because again, these are kids that we're talking about. And the ones we have mentioned before are just, examples that have since graduated or are in their senior year and aren't close enough that are truly affected by us but there are just so many different things to consider now you're right the system is broken and yes it is very obvious that even if leadership is the same even if both sides have a commitment to athletics if one, if a private school has all the same resources and the same leadership from administration, they are going to have legs up, which is just, I think, I, I don't want to say a fact because it's my opinion, but it feels like that when working at Full Bear, those schools can get the best players. Yeah, They get to, they, maybe not everyone, but guess what? If I bring in two basketball players, how much does that change a team? It can change it a lot. Or it can affect a team a lot that's losing a right. player or two. Anyways, uh, uh, some people try to hide Most try to hide it. But some people just, they're out there, they flaunt it. And again, I'll go, to, and we've talked about this uh, on the past a lot since year one of doing the, the podcast. At the end of a football game between PH and <laughs> De La Salle, the coach for the winning team went to the coach of the losing team and said, man, you've got some great kids on your team. Where do they come from? And the losing coach said, that street over there, that street right there. Mile up the road. Mile up the road. And I said, they're, they're Port Huron kids. Yeah. That's why they go to Port Huron High School. Yeah. So. that Just saying. That is a true-to-life example. And the other thing you can look at, is again I don't want to put a blanket over all Catholic schools because let's let's just call a spade a spade we cover Cardinal Mooney they're a Catholic school are a lot of their kids from Marine City proper no and but they are leaps and bounds different than a De La Salle than a Catholic Central because like you said De La Salle um that 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 was the perfect example of where do you get your kids from? It's like, what do you mean where do I get my kids from? It's the ones that show up um, in ninth grade that we start working with. It's the ones that we started using, um, we started training with when they were in fifth grade and, and in the Thumb Area Football League or whatever. Yeah, they, they come from Port Huron Central and places like that. Yeah, they split Holland Woods. <laughs> yeah. It's... So. That's, yeah, it's where it's wherever mom and dad found the cheapest house in Port Huron. <laughs> so, at any rate, I guess I guess we'll we'll cut it off at there. Did we solve it? No. Um, did we just kind of re-kick the tires and say that they're kind of going flat in certain areas? Yeah. Because again, you ask us for a solution, I don't know what it is. Okay, you have a private school playoff. Let's let's be honest with that. Is would that solve everything? No, because one how many teams would be in a private school playoff? What, are you going to put all of them in the same so you have, like, 
you have some little private school. Yeah, playing. because Cardinal Mooney can't play Catholic Central or De La Salle in football. Right. They'll get murdered. And and that's not to say that Mooney doesn't have a good little football team right now. Right. They actually do. Um, but again, you 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 can't uh, you you can't compete a school that's got a, a couple hundred kids in it to a school that's got a couple thousand. Right. Because it is frustrating for the schools that basically whatever they get, they get. You didn't shop for the ingredients, but you still have to make the meal. That is the frustrating part. And yeah, I and I was obviously I'm from Marysville, public school guy, and. I had my seasons end at the hands of Notre Dame prep before. I've seen them lose to Country Day time and time. The best team Marysville's had in football in like 15 years at that point lost to Country Day in a district final. And it's like. And really, when you look back at it, never had a chance. Right. They scored the first touchdown and then gave up like 49 straight points. Yeah. I mean, it was. um, I was at that game. It was. They just. It, it, again, it was night and day, the, the the difference between the two teams. And like you said, Marysville had a really good team. So that tells you just how elite Country Day was that year. And they didn't go on to win it. Somebody bigger and better beat them. Yeah, and, and again, I know you want to get to the, the break, but the one other thing, we haven't talked as much about hockey. That's maybe the sport where you notice the disparity the most because when you go to a Cranbrook or you go other places and they have their own rink, yep. it's a lot different than when Anchor Bay has to go practice at Glacier Point or five-team split Frazier Hockey Land or, I mean... Mayor, you see, you go to the you go to McMorrin, and the teams have to wait for learn to skate how to finish before they can drop the puck for a game. Well, true true story about going to McMorrin. I walked into McMorrin one night for a Northern uh, game and bumped into Mike Babcock because his kid was playing for the other team, and his other team was uh, Catholic Central, I believe, or it was Catholic Central or Rice that his kid went to. But it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> And he's not helping out on his off days. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, like I said, did we just kind of scramble the whole thing up again? Yes. But I hope we at least gave you a perspective to look at to realize that it is not very black and white. You have to operate in the gray and there really might not be a great solution. Yeah. And 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 just the one one final point and then then I really have to take this break. But um, like, again. I got cheesed because a certain sports network was all over Coach Petrie and Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and he's the best thing since sliced bread. And I just go, you know what? Al DeMott does his thing in Sandusky with Sandusky girls every stinking year for 40 years. He's not getting girls from across the state or out of state to come up and play basketball for him. He's got what he gets from his community, and all he does is win. Go to Memphis. Go to Sandusky. Go to Brown City and win like you win at Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and I'll be impressed. Make a run because like I can take did to the final. Four. I can take any of those coaches, put them at Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and they're going to be an automatic winner. <laughs> You're all of a sudden going to know the names of who those people are. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, when they won the state title, I was like, okay, you didn't fail. <laughs> yeah, it 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 it's like the the only time we should hear his name is if they don't win it all. Right. That's the only time we should hear his name. Because yeah, I, the again right before you get to break, but that's uh yeah, Orchard Lake St. Mary's baseball is kind of the biggest like example that people are pointing to. Like really, yeah, really. They're an all-star team, not a high school team. I mean, they're they're going to have a top ten MLB draft pick on their team this year. Yeah, yeah. And he ain't from Orchard Lake. Just say that. Get ready for the warm weather in the outdoors. Alpine Cycles has everything you need to enjoy all those outdoor activities. From bikes to skateboards, longboards, and accessories, they have everything you need to hit the outdoors. Need a new bike? Alpine has the latest models of cruisers, BMX, road bikes, and mountain bikes. And even has the new e-bikes for you to hit the streets. Already have a bike? Is it ready for the season? Alpine Cycles mechanics can get it tuned up and make sure it is ready to go. Need a helmet? What about gloves? Gloves or shoes, Alpine Cycles has the accessories to make you safe and comfortable for that ride. Are you a skateboarder? Alpine Cycles carries all the top lines of skateboards and longboards. Make sure to stop into the board shop if you need to upgrade your gear. Open Monday through Saturday 10 to 6 and Sunday 12 to 4. Stop by Alpine Cycles today, located at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood. Or like Alpine Cycles on Facebook for all the latest updates. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. 
Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, we were still talking about it during the uh, the break, Brady, so I didn't even know what direction you wanted to go in now. <laughs> well, let's um, – so baseball has technically started. Uh, Algonac lost to Lakeview 3-2, to two, I believe, last Thursday. Yep. And Richmond lost to Avondale 11-4 to four on Friday. Now, I put almost zero stock in those results for a couple reasons. One, this is essentially the spring training portion of the schedule. Like, let, let's be honest. Your first week or two of baseball is, for a lot of t- teams, your first game's outside. Like, you haven't played maybe a day or two outside with especially with the weather we're having so one just in any sport you you value the early season results less two it has been just bad outside i think the algonac game was actually like bearable weather like i want to say it was in the low mid 40s 
But there are games still scheduled for today. And I don't know if they'll be played or what have you. But I thought this when I was playing. I've thought this since. I And I think it now. Um, I don't understand the point of playing these March games where it's 20-some degrees outside and you can't feel anything, no one's having a good time. I understand scheduling them because, okay, you're, you're back, let's say you're in the summer or you're in the fall scheduling them. Hey, Dennis, let's, let's get a game and we'll schedule it early in the season, March 30th. If it's nice enough, we'll play. If not, who cares? We'll just get rid of it. But if it's nice enough, I'd rather be playing than practicing. That I completely understand. I don't understand wanting to play in the frigid cold because I don't really see what you get out of it as a team besides just getting outside and playing. But baseball is a warm weather game. It, it's not like football where your toughest games could be in freezing, snowy conditions. No, your toughest and most important games are going to be in 75-degree weather, maybe a little rainy. There, I, I don't see a scenario where playing in 20-degree weather really helps out a team a lot, especially when it's non-league in March. Yeah, I I totally agree uh, with you on the, on this point that like on a day like today, all right, the sun might be out, but that's deceptive. Um, it it's it's freezing. So your kids in the field, um, when the ball is hit to them, they're going to ma- actually make more errors and more mistakes because of the cold. You can't grip the ball. You're going to make bad throws. Um, you're, you're standing around with your hands in your pockets trying to stay as warm as you can. Your pitchers aren't going to pitch as well. They can't get a grip on the ball. They're going to be wilder, have less control. Your hitters, there's nothing worse than hitting the ball on a cold day. and it Especially ring- with a metal bat. Yeah, and, and, and you get that through your hands, and you can't shake that. You're down at first base shaking your hands the rest of that inning trying to, to get that feeling out of you it's it's just an awful day i i don't know how you can evaluate your players on a cold day i don't know how your players get better by playing on a a cold day like you said as your season progresses especially in high school but as your season progresses the weather gets warmer and when it counts the games that you play that count the most on your schedule are played on hot days where staying hydrated is your bigger thing than than anything uh, else. And it's not like Major League Baseball where you start cold and your playoffs finish in the cold. It's you finish at the end of June where it might be 80-something degrees out when you right. play your you last game. You basically finish at the summer solstice. Yeah, um, it, it just, yeah, the, the cold weather, I, I mean, you can get games in. You're going to play enough games. I get the heavy schedule because you feel like rainouts and snowouts and whatever right. are going to get you and you still want to have x number of games played for your your team. Because there have been years where end of March it's 55 and sunny. Yeah. Have a game on the schedule, go ahead and play it. That's why I don't hate it. But 
I just don't get, like, a day like today. I'm looking at the MHSA thing right now, and basically every game's canceled, and I'm assuming the ones that aren't are either in some weird spot in Michigan where it's not freezing, or they just haven't officially canceled it on the MHSA yeah, site yet. Yeah, like the, the schools are waiting to see what it's going to be like in the afternoon. Um, but, uh, again, I don't see a point. If the temperature is below freezing, I don't see the point in playing a, a baseball or a softball game. Right. I'm not saying it has to be 60 and sunny. No, but- you can you can play if it's 40 out. And whatever, but it's just like, to me, under 30 degrees, you're not, nobody's getting anything out of that. Right. You're just playing a game to say you played a game. But again, I don't feel how your players get better playing in those conditions. And trust me, I 100% understand that you get maybe, maybe about, seven practices indoors before the kids get cabin fever. I 100% get that. You can only do so many BPs in a batting cage. You can only do so many long tosses, diagonal in the gym, have a tennis racket, hit pop flies that way. I completely get that. But I would rather do that than sit and stand in 25-degree weather afraid to have a ball hit to me or or not be able to feel a ball and just be miserable for two hours. I think I'll, I'll use softball as an example. You're the third baseman and you have to pinch in for a bunt <laughs> and somebody swings away on you and hits a line drive and you're 10 feet away from them. I, I, I don't care how great your reflexes are. I don't care if you catch the ball in the webbing of your glove. That's going to hurt for the rest of the day. Yeah, and I get it more. And if you miss it, forget about it. Forget about it. I get it more the the earlier season schedules in baseball because, especially with the smaller schools, you're limited in pitching. So you can't just load up with three games in a tournament four weekends in two months like softball can and be and be pretty okay come playoff you don't have you don't have arms falling off so I get why you want to spread it out because we talked about it the softball and baseball is really like seven weeks long if you go from the start of April to district start like the last couple days of May yeah you're not getting a lot of games in that in that time so I understand trying to make the most of it but it is it gets rough yeah yeah and that is a a big uh, issue um and and it's a legit issue like you have to you have to protect the the arms and that and I I don't know like I I like the when they play the six inning double headers Mm -hmm. um could they play a couple of extra double headers if they went to five innings or is five well, innings too short? Well, here's another thing that, I mean, here bring up a topic from last year. I want Saturday double headers with a 1-1 count. Yeah, yeah. Because like, that Catholic League plays 3-2, so if you don't know, ball three is a walk and strike two is a strikeout. And it, it does help to speed the game along. Like, again, leagues, you do whatever you want. I understand. 
I understand why some leagues like it, why some leagues don't. It's an advantage, it's a disadvantage. We're not going to open that can of worms. But you're playing a Saturday doubleheader against a team that has no influence. You're not going to see them in the playoffs. They're not going to affect your league standings. You want to get some more kids in. You can do a 1-1 count on Saturdays. There you can fit in probably three more games, four more games, instead of having to schedule them on March 25th in Michigan where you have like a 10% chance of it being bearable outside. Yeah, instead of playing Avondale on uh, this past Friday, maybe somewhere in warmer weather you can catch them on a Saturday and play two games with them. Right. But. Or who did Algonac play? Lakeview? Lakeview, yeah. Yeah. Richmond yeah. played Avondale. And, and I get it, trust me. I've been... I've been itching for baseball for since really the end of February. Basically, following the MLB lockout, waiting for that to end. Once it finally ended, I'm like, all right, baseball. I'm excited. Summer, nice time. Like, nice. I want baseball to happen, but you got to have that balance. Now, if it works for some teams, it works for some teams. I'm not going to tell a team how to run its program. I mean, Rich, oh, Richmond's I'm, been I'm very telling you, successful, yeah. and they always play early season uh, games. So. I'm telling you right now, Coach Evans will have an explanation when either <laughs> one of us are out there the first time we see Richmond. He doesn't need an explanation. He just needs to point <laughs> up to his banner and say, that's why. Look at the trophy case. That's why. And I get it. But on our end, if we're being honest, we said we're starting in April because we're not sitting out in 30-degree weather in March doing a game. Yeah, I think April 4th is our first ball game, and I'm going to tell you, we'll be sitting there complaining while we do it. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Anyways. So, yeah. So, it doesn't make you a bad team. Again, there's a bunch of opinions out there. Ours just We just have a microphone in front of us where we spew our opinion. Well, again, I just because of the conditions, I just don't see what kind of an evaluation you're going to get on a, on a player of any position. I also understand the point that, like especially the BWAC, so their league season is seven weeks long. They, eight teams in the league. Each week you play a different uh, team. You don't get a lot of time, so a lot of schools are on spring break this week. You don't get a lot of time out of spring break to get ready and play games before your conference, so I kind of get that, but again, I don't know how much you can, maybe one or two cold games, but I don't understand, like you said, how much you actually gain from playing in the cold. Right. Maybe we're just way off, and that's why we're here and not coaching yeah. or playing anywhere. Yeah. Well, you know, I I know uh, for for hitting brutal in cold weather. I can't imagine. I never pitched. I I can't imagine not though, that it, that it's fun that. To, to pitch in cold weather. Uh, and again, defensively, because baseball is the slowest game on earth. Um, there's a lot of standing around out there, and in cold weather, I can't think of anything worse than standing around. Anyway, so. Everybody's got an opinion on it, uh, and anybody's welcome to sound off on it as well. Uh, I'm going to play another break, and then we'll have another segment when we come back.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. 
Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Uh, And uh, again, very excited for later in the uh, week uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, One is I think we'll have our new equipment set up maybe the next time we record. Yeah. That's like Christmas. Maybe, maybe, if we're lucky, we can have two guests on at the same time and we can really have some fun like summer shows when we're filling for content. Yeah. Um, which, uh, by the way, I did enjoy uh, Coach Legros and Coach McAndrews filling in Yes, uh, when, uh, when you were off for a few days there because um, uh, they're always fun. Yes, they're, they're, those are a couple guys that if you need someone to fill airspace, they will do it, and they will do it well. Uh, and, and they did. They did a really good uh, job, uh, and I'm not just saying that because Mike is bribing us. Uh, <laughs> um, real quick, before we talk about whatever we're going to finish up with, uh, Marysville uh, is now back down in D4 in football. They came out with the division list. That was really the only one of note. Marysville went down, but so did Martin Luther King. Yeah. So, so they're, the they're, good they're news probably is they're, get... they're where they should be, but they probably wouldn't see them until like a regional because St. Clair, Cross, Lex, and North Branch are all D4. All the D5s, I believe, are the same. All the D6s are the same. Algonac almost is actually up in D5 now, I believe. Wow, they're growing. They are. They're growing. We got to get them going again because it was fun when they were uh, good there for those few years. Yes. Uh, in uh, football, we think they're going to be uh, good in baseball. And we think they're going to be really good in softball this year. Yeah, it'll be fun. But I- I'm excited for baseball and softball season, Dennis. Uh, I am too. And again, this was kind of one that you know uh, when I was in radio, I'd go out and cover the games and everything. But it was kind of the season that kind of flew under the radar, right? Because really, when you were at the radio station, you were getting worried about the Tigers. Well, you know, this time of year, back, it seems like forever ago, but it really wasn't that long ago that at this time of the year, you had the Red Wings were in the midst of a 25-year playoff run, so they were always in. Right, so you were talking about that. And we were always optimistic that they'd be in for a while. Yep. The Pistons had some really good teams. Well, that was, that was they were long, winning. That was they were going to the ago. conference finals like, they made it six there. years yeah. in a row or something. But that's like that. that's longer ago than you want to admit. I was in the they team. haven't it won was, a playoff. It was in season. this century. Yeah, which <laughs> we're we're getting deep into the century. It's not that deep. We're not we're not a quarter away there yet. Um, you know, and the Tigers were starting up their season. And you always have NFL draft talk too. Yeah, I, I mean there there was always a lot going on, and and the, not the, to mention you'd have a hockey team at McMoran that was usually making a playoff push at this point. Yeah, and you, and you never, like, we had good teams. We had teams that would make it to regionals, mm-hmm. but we never really had many runs beyond that to you get really Saint excited Claire about. You had St. Clair baseball. You had the two Richmond baseball years, but 
yeah, those finals were kind of a foreign place. And then you had Richmond softball, which that's when you started to cover it a little more. Yeah, and, and that was, again, that's more more recent than uh, – and, and by that time, again, the Tigers were in a bad stretch. Right. The Red Wings and the Pistons had stopped making the playoffs. Hey, here's Aaron Shoeboy and Richmond doing yeah. cool things. Yes, so – but, no, it's, it's always excited getting ready for baseball and softball and – um, one thing I've started to do basically every year now, because there's, it's, it's something that you'll learn something new every time you watch it is if you haven't watched Ken Burns, baseball documentary, you need to, if you are a baseball junkie, if you are just a fan of documentaries, it is what, 10 parts and it's about 20 some hours long. If being honest, but each part's about two hours long. It starts from when baseball started to, I think, 2011 is when it ended. And it is one of the greatest things I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, it's it's really, really well done. Um, and I think I watched it, and like you said, it's like 20 hours. I think I watched it in a week. That's how it like that's you get how it goes. you get hooked into it. You're like, okay, I can watch this segment, and then it's time for bed. And then it's like, oh man, I I can't stop now. I got to watch another segment. Yeah, it's the the original. So he did it in nine innings, and the, I think the first part was made in 1994. Is when it first came out, 91 or 94, and it it doesn't feel super dated because I mean history's history. It's the same now as the same it'll be in 20 years yeah. from now, but. If you are a baseball junkie and you have Amazon Prime, that's what it's it streams on. I think if you go to pbs.org, um, it's free there too. But it's spring break for some people. I know some people are able to go in the sun and enjoy that. But if you're stuck in cold Michigan, just watch the first part and you learn more about the history of baseball than you thought there was to learn. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's yeah, it's it's a great uh, series, and anybody who hasn't seen it, um, and I don't tell people to watch stuff. I I have very weird tastes, so you you wouldn't want to watch the shows that I watch. <laughs> but this is one that I've watched that you you need to watch if you have any kind of interest in the sport of baseball. So yeah, the first inning is basically like eighteen. 18- 40 to 1900 basically how baseball became baseball and then each inning after that is a decade so you'll have like the 19 100 to 1910 10 to 20 20 to 30 and it does a really nice job of flowing it through and connecting everything and and you realize how you got to certain places and it's and Ken Burns is just incredible at what he does and the uh, the guy narrating it too yeah, his just his his voice sucks you in. Yes. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, that's that's your that's our recommendation for well a month because it will it if you're busy it will take a long time to watch it but like you said you just keep wanting to watch more. Yeah, it's kind of addictive. So, like you know, make sure you've got a few hours to uh, to kill. And uh, do that. Also, if you're a basketball junkie, like I said, we're running the D1 and the D2 state championship games tonight on uh, Stream 1. Uh, and I'll turn that on around 7 o'clock this evening uh, if you want to get in on uh, that. Uh, and today, Brady gets the final word. No, I don't. 
From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.